0: Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of the We Believe to You Paranormal Podcast. I'm Eric.
1: And I'm Michelle. And today we have an episode of High Strangeness.
0: I know typically, first of the month, we do a deep dive. um, But, uh, you know, as you guys had seen on our social media, um, our uh, grandmother passed away, unfortunately, on uh, May 15th. And, uh, so we decided to take a couple weeks off from recording just cause or from uploading and stuff like that. And just to give ourselves a little bit of time. Um, so we pushed an episode that we have, it's going to be a two-parter for you guys. Um, and we decided we didn't feel like doing a bunch of research for a deep dive and, uh, it would be easier to just push our stories of high strangeness to our deep dive slot. So you'll probably get two stories of high strangeness this uh, this month. And um, yeah, um, when you're hearing this right now, guys, uh, our grandmother's funeral was yesterday. Um, it's uh, We're thinking of the future, so we can only imagine how difficult that's going to be um she was a a very strong woman a very person who you know never quit who fought hard through so many illnesses who never gave up who fought for her family who just wanted to be here with us but unfortunately after her second fall it was uh it was a little too much for her body to handle and um some other complications and unfortunately she passed Uh, she'll definitely be missed Um, it's still pretty difficult for us to I guess comprehend or grasp or uh, just believe you know we feel like she's still alive and she's still here and well we're going to see her again And then you have to remember that she's not, and it's just like, it's like a, it's like losing her again. Um, but I don't know, hopefully I know we'll get through this. I know she wouldn't want us to be dwelling on it and crying about it all the time. As you've heard in other episodes where we've talked about her being in our dreams and how she would get upset in our dreams that we're crying. Um, so
1: she, she straight up told me once when I visited her at the hospital and was crying and she's just like, stop crying or leave. And I was like, <laughs> okay, so I can like just hear her saying like, just stop crying. <laughs> like, Why are you crying? I'm fine. But it's, doesn't make it any less hard to, to deal with.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, if you want to hear the kind of person our grandmother was and just, just hear her voice. I know not all of you understand Spanish, um, but just go listen to our Halloween special where, you know, she, we had a full interview with her. Um, I mean, it sounds kind of wrong to plug, but I, I know it's something that even I, I'm just glad we have that recording of her because now we'll forever have, you know, her voice and, you know,
1: Her story.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: (laughs) I mean, I I will say that, not that this is easy, but I guess us us believing in the paranormal and believing in the afterlife, it makes it a little easier knowing that like, she's not totally gone, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, we can't call her up and talk to her and hear her voice and stuff. But um, considering she's already been in our dreams before she even passed, I can imagine that we'll see her again. Um, so I'm just looking forward to that day.
0: <laughs> yeah. I, I, I have to, I guess, try and reconcile like just what's going on. And, and I know – immediately after, um, I was trying to, you know, have a dream with her in it. But, um, I guess by trying to do that, I feel like almost, almost like I'm also not letting her rest. So my wife also told me just, um, you know, just let it be like, don't hold on to that. Let, let it happen if it happens because you don't want her to be, you know, easier not not getting you know not being in peace because you know you're just trying to communicate with her or see her you know
1: I'll be totally honest I don't think either of us are ready
0: for probably that. not <laughs> probably I don't not.
1: and and I feel like she'll know when we're ready and that's when she'll come but I don't think either of us are are ready for that. Um, right now. So I think that's part of the reason why we haven't really had a visit yet, but I'm sure we will. She, she knew how much you love this stuff. So yeah.
0: Okay. Your, your, uh, your video froze.
1: Your video froze. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) No, (laughs) No, literally like it froze. (laughs) Uh,
0: But yeah, guys. So um, sorry to, Bring the mood down. Um, it's just you know, we wanted to <clears throat> let you guys know why it is that we haven't, you know, been on here for a couple of weeks. And uh, you know, the hardest part, I guess, for us still hasn't happened yet. By the time you hear this, it's happened, but you know, at the time of this recording, it hasn't happened yet. So, uh, I know it's only going to get a little, a lot more emotional for us within the next couple of days. Um, but we promise you will have an episode for this Wednesday.
1: Yeah, sorry. I just didn't. I, mean, I just didn't hearing. feel like doing anything.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, and it's again, it's understandable. I, I, I really didn't. I didn't like even want to go back to work after you know the weekend that we found out, and but you know i wasn't born rich so
1: (laughs) i guess i had like some paranormal news ish kind of thing i was gonna try and like all
0: right lay it on me
1: segue into it so i mean we've it's like a complete 180 from what we were just talking about and but i don't want to be super bummed out going into these stories so um here's a little bit of news um I guess it'll be old news by the time you guys hear it, but I was pretty excited to see it. So we already know that the government has kind of talked about UFOs or UAPs being a thing and, you know, released videos and stuff like that. Wops. But apparently, WAPS, 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 no, not WAPS. <laughs> um, anyway, but um. yeah, apparently President Obama was like, yeah there's things in the sky that we don't know what they are and UFOs slash UAPs are real. And I was just like, well, if Obama's saying it, it's for sure legit. So did you hear that? Have you heard no, like that? No, I didn't. No? Yeah. He did an interview and he like said it. So was just, that was kind of cool.
0: Yeah. I was, because uh, I, I don't think we had mentioned it or even posted it on social media yet, but um, Gabe, I believe it was Gabe. Uh, who's also given us, who gave us the topic for uh he, uh, he had sent us those images of those those random lights in the sky. And it looked crazy, you know. Um, because and then the funny thing was, is that he saw it, right? And then a few days later, somebody that I follow on, uh, on social media, on Instagram and stuff like that, um, the owner of Optic Gaming, Hex. Um, he posted, um, the same video, like, I don't know if it was like the following day or like two days later or something like that. And they're in Frisco. So I was like, holy crap, it's the same lights. And I was freaking out. And then, um, so I thought it was weird, you know, and I hadn't really thought about it. Um, and then I saw somebody else who I follow on social media who I hadn't seen any activity on their account for a while. And I was looking at it. And it was back from May fifth, uh, one of their old posts that said something about SpaceX. Uh, what are they called? Starlink's satellite, Starlink satellites, or something like that. So I was like May fifth, and then I like I don't know why, but I jumped back to the, the um, DM from Gabe, and I was like May fifth. I was like, hmm. So I was like, I wonder if this was the same thing that he made might have seen. So then I google SpaceX or yeah, SpaceX Starlink satellites and yeah, like the same images. So unfortunately, that was debunked as, uh,
1: man,
0: yeah, as not UFO. Well, I guess UFO if you didn't know what it was, but it we know what it is now. So, uh, and I think he mentioned that they had been talking, they somebody had said that, but it wasn't sure. But I'm, I think I'm pretty certain. And and it, when I, as soon as oh, I saw yeah. Starlink, as soon as I saw Starlink, I was like, you know what? It looks like a bunch of stars that are kind of, you know,
1: linked together, linked
0: together. So I was like, this might be it. And as soon as I Googled the Starlink images, like, yeah, it was the exact same things that he had sent to us.
1: Yeah. I'm just, I Googled it just now as you're telling me and I'm like, yeah, that's it, man. That's yeah. a bummer.
0: Yeah. I wanted UFOs. <laughs> i i didn't i didn't mean to kill it right but i i just i thought it was interesting because it happened uh i saw it a few days ago and i was like well you were talking about ufos let me i know mean, we had discussed this before so let, let me let me yeah. bring this up so sorry yeah, to kill yeah. it for you
1: <laughs> damn it now i saw the the dm and i was like oh, here we go eric always has to be rational and Hey, man. I'm just kidding. I'm <laughs> kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding.
0: No, no. but I, I'm trying to, I'm trying to be like uh, everybody that's come on here and, you know, try and debunk the things instead of jumping to uh, conclusions right away. So,
1: Oh, I'm, I'm the jumper. I like jumping to conclusions. Yeah. That's the fun part.
0: <laughs> no. And, and I mean, I was like, a, again, and and I was like super stoked about it too. Cause I was like, Holy crap. That's, that's crazy. And, and I even like when, when, uh Hex D uh he, put it on his stories i like dm'd him i was like this is so crazy my uh uh uh, one of our listeners for my podcast you know he said Mm -hmm. he saw these same lights in in california like a few days ago i think it was california right Uh, a few days ago and uh and this and that and i was like super like stoked about it and i was like freaking out because like you know we we thought it was uh you know ufos ufos and stuff and then a couple weeks later i see that it's fucking elon musk and shit and i was like oh man (laughs)
1: I mean, technically, he's basically an alien, so yeah. does it count?
0: Trying to turn uh, Brownsville into or that little Boca Chica area into his uh, own little alien space NASA. town.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, apparently Austin, too, he just bought a whole bunch of land and a house in the neighborhood that I work in, which is interesting.
0: Hmm.
1: So that's fun.
0: I don't know. I, he should give away free Teslas.
1: He should just give me money. All right, guys, you ready to get into these stories?
0: I am. Okay. Sort of. Should it? Yeah, <laughs> right. I'm good.
1: Let's go. Let's okay. do this. Do you want me to go first? Um, or do you want to go first?
0: I can go first because this one's like really short. It's short okay. and sweet. I kind of, I don't know. I liked it. I saw it and I was like, yeah, we'll do this one. All right, you go first. So. Starting our stories of high strangeness, um, pulled. I we both pulled these off of Reddit, right? Yeah, yeah, okay. So, uh, we'll give credit to the person who wrote it and hope you like these stories, guys. Um, first one I have here is from Condition Potential 40. Uh, they didn't put a title, but uh, yeah, check it out. So they said happy belated birthday cuz the person who originally posted said it was their birthday and they wanted to hear paranormal stories. So it starts <laughs> happy belated belated birthday. I was 12 and had just moved into a new townhouse with my mom and my two siblings. My mom went to go get the keys from the leasing office. My sibs and I stayed by the car. I went up to the front door. I was playing with the ring, the ringing the doorbell. I was playing with it by ringing the doorbell and knocking nonstop. I wasn't expecting anyone to complain since no one was home, but the door suddenly opened slowly. I stopped playing. I look up and see a very unhappy looking old man with many wrinkles deep set in his face. He wore an outfit similar to Mr. Rogers. He looked down at me and said nothing. I said, I'm sorry. I I, I didn't know anybody lived here. He then slowly closes the door. My mom returns minutes later. I run up to her freaking out and tell her, mama, mama, mama. Then telling her what happened. She looked nervous. We kids all followed behind her as she unlocks the door. The townhouse was empty. Pause. Because apparently I didn't grab the whole story. (laughs) Oh, no, that was it. No. Yeah, I apparently it was a lot shorter than I thought. Uh, <laughs> and I think somebody asked them if they had any more experiences in the house and they said no, that that was like, that was the only experience that they had, uh, that they had had. Hmm. But uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I just thought it was crazy because like, you know, you're like just, a, you're a little kid waiting for your mom to come back with the keys for your house, like brand new house that you're about to, or townhouse that you're about to live in. You know, you haven't even moved in yet. Uh. And the first experience you have with a house is this creepy old Mr. Rogers looking man, like opening the door and, you know, just like looking at you to like, shut up, you know?
1: Yeah. That's, I mean, I know we've had a couple of stories like that where people are like moving into a place or just moving into a place and see something. And I'm like, that's got to suck to be like, all right, gung ho, like, let's do this. I'm going to live in this new house. And it's like, it's haunted. Yeah. Day one, figure that out. Like that's gotta suck, and you gotta live with that.
0: I mean, the good <laughs> but, thing is, yeah, I think saying? we're gonna
1: say the same thing. Yeah, I mean, but I guess you didn't have any other experiences, so yeah. it's fine. But
0: yeah, I was gonna, yeah, I was. That's exactly what I was gonna say. I, I guess it's a good thing they didn't have any more experiences. So I guess if you do have a, if you are moving into a new house and you do happen to have an experience. I guess move in anyway because maybe it's just a one-time deal. You know,
1: <laughs> I don't know. I,
0: don't know. I, I I honestly don't think I'd be able to. But uh, yeah, my hat like hats off to them for. I mean, I, maybe they didn't have an, any other choice either. So yeah. you know, I feel
1: like that's usually the case. So
0: <laughs> yeah, maybe Mister Rogers was just like, well, I guess I'm gonna have to live with this annoying annoying ass kid
1: now. <laughs> Yeah, probably. All right. All righty. So, my story has to do Doppelgangers, and it's by American Raider 76.
0: I also have a Doppelganger story.
1: Is it called Doppelganger, or is it lost time that I have been experiencing? No, it's not. Okay, good. (laughs) So, actually, before, we were doing something a little bit different. Usually, I would pull all the stories, and we'd go one for one, but I would already know all the stories, so... It wasn't surprising to me, and like the reactions, I don't know, weren't quite there, I guess. So this time around, Eric found his stories, and I found mine, so we have absolutely no idea what either of us are going to be reading.
0: Yeah, I also felt bad that she was pulling all the stories.
1: (laughs) Well, I'm glad that we didn't pull the same one, but apparently doppelgangers are going to be a theme today. All right, so... Uh, This one says, back in 2016, I was working at this factory job where we weren't allowed to carry our phones with us. My usual time that I got was around four due to me having to go to college classes at 430. But on this day, an incident happened at work where I had to stay over for about 30 minutes. So by the time that I had gotten to my car, I saw that I had three missed calls from my girlfriend at the time and fearing the worst, I immediately called back. She picked up the phone immediately and she told me why I didn't acknowledge her when I was driving by her on my way to school. I was puzzled by this because, well, for starters, I barely got into my car at work and I haven't even started the car yet. I asked her if she knew if it was me for sure. She gave me a response as if I called her a liar and she couldn't believe me that I would ever say that. She continued to say that of course it was me because I was driving down the street next to her in the v- in my very distinguishable car a cutl- Cutlass oldsmobile and of course I myself am a very recognizable person with my nerdy glasses and the work clothes that I was in. When she told me this I immediately sent her a photo of myself with my job in the background and once she received it she got really quiet and she said in a very shocked low tone but I swore that was you. I didn't know what I didn't know what to make of this because even her little brother said that it was me driving next to her. She did mention that, quote unquote, I was sitting down in a very unusual stiff way and with my arms gripped onto the steering wheel very tightly and that I had a strange, uncomfortable look on my face and I looked white as if I was sick or scared half to death. A few days had passed and I drove to work at 6 a.m., my usual start time. The sun wasn't up yet and everything was still dark. Well, once I clocked into work, my two co-workers slash friends came up to me and said, Hey, what the heck was that all about earlier? I didn't know what was going on and asked what they meant. Well, my friends said that when they got to work at 4.45, they parked their cars and got off. Then they saw me drive into the parking lot in my recognizable car. Before either of them could say hi to me, I immediately ran from my car as if I was being chased by someone. They kept on calling my name, but I was already long gone, running down the alley of another factory. The two of them were left clueless, and they continued to walk to our building. The story left me breathless as I didn't know what to even respond with, except saying, "Are you sure it was me?" because I barely left my house about twenty minutes ago, and I just got here to work right now." They both swore that it was me, and they said they said it in a very truthful tone in this case is this a case of a doppelganger that I have a glitch in the matrix, a clone, me having cases of lost time, me going crazy. Who knows?
0: I'm sorry, but when I just pictured him like getting out of the car and like somebody calling his name and him just like, you know, <laughs> running away. <Yeah. laughs> that was hilarious. Yeah. Um, no, but that's crazy. Cause when like, she's, they're all stiff and stuff. Like I imagine like, uh, like say he was like a time traveler type of thing. Like Mm -hmm. he traveled back in time to that, like was that time or that moment, I guess. And he's in the car and then like, he like pulls up next to his girlfriend and he's like, Holy shit, dude, she's not supposed to (laughs) see me. And like, he's just like really still. And that's why like he's in that state. You know what I mean? Uh That's like kind of what I imagined. I mean, whether that's the case or not, like, I don't know, but
1: that makes sense. Yeah. I had, I had seen another, uh, doppelganger experience i guess like someone had commented mm-hmm. about um she she saw herself though like she saw her own doppelganger driving next to her um and she followed her all the way to like her dentist appointment or something and then like parked right next to her and then when she looked over the doppelganger looked at her like looked super freaked out like she would just seen a ghost like locked the doors and peeled out and just like took off and i was like oh,
0: fuck. i was like your dentist yeah. appointment
1: Yeah, but but I'm like wondering, it's like, did she freak out because she saw herself and it freaked her out or did she freak out? Because like you said, because she wasn't supposed to be seen and she Mm. got seen. So she's like, holy shit. And then like took off. Maybe that's why he ran away from the car too. Like nobody was supposed to see him. I don't know. It's weird
0: fucking doppelganger like just messing stuff up like time or time traveler i guess in this case messing stuff up not trying like not supposed to be seen and he's getting seen all over the place God. yeah worst time traveler ever <laughs> um but yeah so now it's my turn to tell my doppelganger story well not Let's... my doppelganger story but <laughs> uh he mewluse loose uh doppelganger story uh they write uh, titled Creepy Story About Seeing My Dad's Doppelganger, and this was pretty creepy, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> At least it was for somebody in here. All right, so this happened when I was eight years old. I saw my dad in the bathroom wiping himself after shower. So when they said this, wiping, I was like, uh, dude, privacy, Pri-
1: oh. yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Seriously. But I guess they meant they're like, you know, drying themselves like drying himself even, off after. Even a shower. Still, though. Well, like, true, true. Well, and then I guess at this point, it's like dad needs to learn to close the door. Uh, yeah. um But anyway, continuing. <laughs> but the problem is that he was supposed to be in the office at the time. So I asked him, dad, when did you come home? He didn't say anything. I asked again and he closed the door to the bathroom on my face. I didn't think much of it. 20 minutes later, mom gave me and my little bro lunch. So we three people, mom, me and my little bro, sat to eat lunch. I asked mom, "Why aren't we waiting for dad?" She laughed and said, "Why would we? He's gonna be he's gonna come home at uh he's gonna come at night." I told her, mm, "But dad's home." We searched the entire house but couldn't find him. Creepy, right? After eating, me and little bro fell asleep. Mom stayed awake to watch TV. I woke to Mom's screams. I rushed to look for her. Found her before the bathroom door. She hugged me and couldn't talk. I looked at the bathroom. It was empty. I asked Mom, what happened? She said she saw Dad. Dad was there. But why would he appear out of nowhere? When did he come and she said she saw something that looked like Dad, but he had a horribly creepy face. So she screamed. And in no time I was there and that thing disappeared. Later, dad came at night and we told him everything. I don't remember what we did after that, but we moved out. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> Good job.
0: Um yeah, it was it was really choppy because like of all the punctuation. There's just like constant periods and stuff like that. I should have fixed it for myself. But anyway, yeah, that I I like I think like if I would have seen him, him like like she saw like the shower like, like he was wiping himself down he was like uh drying himself off or whatever mm-hmm. that would have been fine but like I I, th- I want to say that I've I've heard that too like about doppelgangers is like
1: there's something off about him yeah, yeah Yeah
0: so I can just imagine like the mom all of a sudden and it's weird that it was in the bathroom both times hmm. Um Yeah that's true you know, just you can imagine like him appearing out of nowhere. And then, like, I, I like the way I picture it again, <laughs> I'm gonna make mm-hmm. this like the worst possible thing ever. <laughs> but the way I picture it is like, like she was going into the restroom and like he's like standing there, like facing the, you know, with his back to her. Right. And then all of a sudden she gets close to him and is like, Hey, what are you doing here? And then like he just turns around and like you just see like this creepy, just creepy ass space. Yeah. yeah. Like that's it what I imagine. To... Like that would freak me the F out. Man.
1: Yeah. I would scream too, for sure. Yeah, it's creepy.
0: This is definitely not a case of a time traveler.
1: <laughs> no, no. That's and maybe that's something that we can actually deep dive is uh doppelgangers.
0: We need to make a list, man.
1: We do. We should. For sure. Well, my next one is not doppelganger related, but it is My Encounter with Grey Lady by Eric Art Blair. So my story, July 2006 in England. Every year, my best friend and I go away for the night of ghost hunting. Ostensible, it's an excuse to get away from our respective kids and spouses. But on one trip, we were really scared. We'd done our research and headed to Oxney Bottom on Deal slash Dover Road in Kent. Obviously, guys, by the way, this is in England, so if there's certain words in there <laughs> um, we we grabbed a pint and an, we grabbed a pint and a pie from our local pub and discussed our route. Whether it's obvious by our equipment or because we were clearly down from London. Sorry, my friend is black and rural England is mostly entirely white. The barman suddenly asked if we'd, quote-unquote, come to see the ghost. We cautiously answered in the affirmative. Suddenly, the otherwise quiet locals who had been eavesdropping all descended on us and tried to tell us their stories about the famous gray lady. Most tales were secondhand. The only story I remember was from a middle-aged man who told us that as a teenager, he he's fastened a washing line across the road and every time a car came by he'd pull a bed sheet from one side to the other uh he (laughs) i it would freak me out it's pretty genius (laughs) um he had thought this was hilarious until the local police who had been uh inundated with terrified drivers cautioned him and sent him home yeah so yeah I feel like that could be like super dangerous too. I Uh, mean, obviously,
0: imagine like like, you don't pull that thing across in time, or like you like like it gets caught on the person's like windshield or something, and then they end up crashing.
1: Yeah, yeah, that yeah. I mean, pretty dangerous. (laughs) All right, that was pretty hilarious, though. Yeah. Right. Um, so in good humor we set off on a lovely summer's evening down the road we sat in some woods chatting and not taking the whole thing particularly seriously after a few hours we decided to head back to the campsite but before we did we thought we'd just wander up a gravel road off the main highway at that time of the year in england night falls quite late there was still some light in the sky but beneath the trees it was dark that's when i saw something i can only describe it as a white roughly human sized column of a cloud, the weird thing was I didn't feel at all scared. The weird thing was I didn't feel at all scared. I was thinking there was a I was thinking there was grease on my contact lenses, but no matter how much I blinked, the shape did not go away. Is that a thing grease and the contact lenses. I know this is not the paranormal part we should be focusing on, but I've never heard of that before.
0: Like, unless your contact, unless this is, like, really old and the contact lenses are actually, because I think they used to give you, like, hard contact lenses.
1: Uh-huh.
0: But that's the only way I can think of having grease. I mean, I only no, wore is contact.
1: 2006. I I is
0: 2006. Well, I wore contact lenses around that time, and if to play paintball and i never remember getting grease on like grease on my glasses yeah sure but on my contact lenses have i mean you've worn contact lenses like way longer than i have
1: i've never i mean yeah like i've I've definitely had like little spots that but it's usually like calcium deposits or lint or stuff like that it's not really
0: do you not take your glasses uh, calcium deposits
1: yeah man do you remember I, like i was really bad with my contacts i used to sleep with my contacts like all the time jesus i don't do that now but <laughs> yeah it used to be pretty bad um all right back on track
0: judgmental
1: <laughs> like grease i only had calcium deposits what
0: <laughs> yeah dude that's not better <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh this was, was in the past that was a Jesus teenager christ okay, all right continue <laughs> like to live a little recklessly yeah um because <laughs> who needs eyesight right um where was i the shape did not go okay calcium dip- you- i mean uh on <laughs> <and my Jesus laughs> <and> the
0: contact <laughs> lenses
1: Okay, um, can you see that? I asked, turning to my friend who was looking behind. What he asked, but looked forward again. I could see nothing.
0: It just must be the grease smudges on your contact lenses again,
1: right? Yeah. Oh my god. So we continued walking, and lo and behold, I can see the cloud again. <laughs> sorry. And lo and behold, I can see the cloud again. Okay. Can- <laughs> uh. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> It was about 20 meters in front of us, not coming towards us directly, but at something of an oblique angle. Our paths crossing. Again, I was not scared as I was thinking there's definitely dirt on my contact lenses. Okay, see, that's, that's legit.
0: Yeah. Dirt. Grease. Yeah. I can understand because I've had, again, I use them for paintball, so I've had like shit get in my eye. Yeah. So that I get. But grease. Sure. Yeah.
1: Like
0: grease smudge. Like, I don't know, dude. <laughs>
1: Um, At this point, my friend shouts, what the fuck is that? And now I'm scared because I know something is really there. I turned on the huge flashlight we'd bought for the mission, but my friend said, turn it off, turn it off. So I did, only to find our night vision ruined. There is no light in the sky, just suffocating darkness. All I remember is hearing my friend breathing heavily. Eventually, our eyes adapted and we debated going back to the camp or continuing. My friend argued that no matter how scary, this is what we had come for and we should carry on. Reluctantly, I agreed. We reached the top of the hill where we met three very real humans, one man and two women. We told them our story and they asked and we told them our story and asked them why they were in the woods at night. They described themselves as paranormal investigators. I thought they were a bit weird as they did certain spiritual cleansing rituals we wished them luck in their investigations and walked back to our campsite about two miles away. We felt very nervous at every dark spiny, but nothing happened on the walk home. Some weird things happened to my friend that night, but since I slept through it, and since this story is longer than I was expecting it to be, I'll stop here. So what was it? I come from a scientific background, so I can explain it to myself as marsh mist that happened to be in a human shape twice. I don't know. I can only say that despite my skepticism on ghosts, I was genuinely scared.
0: Uh, Yeah. I mean, I guess I can see marsh mist. Not sure what that is, but I imagine it's like a mist or like a fog that goes over a marsh
1: that forms, you know,
0: or close to it, close to one.
1: Yeah. I mean, I guess I I, I can see that being a thing, but it's like when it's human form. Granted, I know like us humans are... Like our brains want to see faces and stuff like that in anything. Peridalia?
0: Peridalia? Something, something like, that, like that. That
1: thing. So I wonder if, if that had anything to do with it. Or, I mean, I know swamp gas is a thing and people confuse that with UFOs. So, yeah. I don't know. Maybe that I, could could be.
0: I still feel like there was another thing that they used to say, like on ghost centers.
1: You still, you still with that? Yeah. <laughs> can't let that one go. No, I'm every sure time I come to you, every
0: time I see the word or I think of the word, like I'm like, dude, what was it, man? Like I can't, like I literally want to go back and watch all old episodes of uh, Ghost Hunters just until I hear that phrase or what they used to call it. Do it. We're gonna have to try and keep it together on this one. Um, Ooh. so this one is from. This one is from Fired Up Chile, or Fired Up Chile, is how you should pronounce it, but Fired Up Chile.
1: Or is it child? Mm,
0: Just kidding. Probably kidding. not, but sure, it <laughs> could be. Um, yeah, so this one's titled, My son met his deceased gra- deceased grandfather at the hospital.
1: Why would you pick this?
0: Exactly. So... <laughs> First Reddit post ever, so please bear with me. My son was born with a single heart ventricle. I needed three open heart surgeries before the age of five to survive. After my son's third heart surgery, he developed an extremely rare complication that could only be resolved with a heart transplant. We we lived in the hospital for almost three months while he was on a transplant list. I can honestly say that those were the worst three months of my life, seeing my son suffer and not knowing if he'd be okay. It was absolute torture. During the course of waiting, the complication was unexpectedly resolved and he no longer needed the heart transplant. Believe me when I say that it was nothing short of a miracle. No one could have predicted that he wouldn't need the transplant. Fast forward to a couple of months after we finally came home. I was going through some boxes that had my husband's old family pictures in it, including some pictures of my son's grandfather, my father-in-law. My father-in-law died 16 years before my son was born, so my son had never met him. We didn't have any pictures of him in our house at the time, at that time either. At some point, my son sat next to me at the kitchen table to see what I was doing. We came across a picture of my father-in-law, and my son said, Oh, hey, I know that guy. I said, You don't know him, buddy. You never met him. He died a long time ago before you were born. My son had a very serious expression on his face and said, Yes, I did, Mommy. (laughs) I know him. That's Bill. He used to sit next to me every night at the hospital and watch me. I think he was a doctor or something. My father-in-law's name was Bill. My son didn't know that. I don't know what to make of this, but I feel like the idea of my son's grandfather watching over him during the scariest time of our lives, which was resolved through a legitimate miracle... Uh, My son is 13 now and I like to think he was a guardian angel watching over him.
1: (sighs) Well, I mean, a hundred percent. We always have like our ancestors, whether we knew who they were or not around us and can sometimes be our guides and whatnot. And, um, Shannon, who was in a, previous episode of ours actually left a a comment and she's like now you have the world's most badass guardian angel looking after you and i was just like fuck yeah
0: yeah i uh (laughs) i just like i don't know i hope if we ever have kids one day like i would i would almost want them to you know see her and like just feel comfort and not be afraid or anything like that just to So that they can meet her because I know she (laughs) was always very wanting us to have kids and, you know, wanting to meet her, her great grandchildren and stuff like that. And unfortunately that, you know, that wasn't able to happen, but, um, yeah. I
1: mean, she'll, she'll, she'll see them. She'll, they'll know her from the stories that we tell them too. Mm -hmm. So person isn't gone unless they're you
0: forgotten. Yeah.
1: So I'm super excited to read this one. It's actually from one of our previous guests, Craig. Um so he wrote in, uh, submitted one of his stories, and the subject is more fucking aliens. And oh, he uh, put a whole bunch of like symbols for the fucking, but that's that's what he meant. Anyway. So the story goes...
0: Maybe he meant flipping, and you're just thinking that he meant fucking...
1: Sure. <laughs> so a few weeks back, I was visiting my cousin-in-law who is fighting cancer. She is also a very talented psychic medium, too. She was telling me about the very last episode of the show, The Dead Files, which is on Discovery Channel. If you're not familiar with the show, it's like this. A private detective and psychic work interdependently of each other um, investigating haunted houses. I guess you might say after. After the investigations, they compare notes. Now, on the last episode, the psychic was picking up on a bad spirit and an E.T. alien who was, who was taking the girl. So I went back and watched the episode. Sort of scary, but I'm jaded, as you already know. The night after we spoke, before I watched the episode, I had a fucked up scary dream. It went like this. I was in a dark space, grabbing and trying to manipulate a very pregnant cow. The bizarre thing was that it had human like breasts, which were swollen and red. The next thing I know, I'm pulled into my family room and standing in front of a stainless steel laboratory table. I look up the stairs, and our bed is now two stainless steel lab tables, too. As I'm looking at this, I try to figure it out in the dream. Two chalky white ETs come out from the office. I was terrified. The messed up part was that I couldn't watch Discovery Channel that night. It wasn't working for some unknown reason. Ahem. (laughs) (laughs) The point they were trying to make was that what we do to animals is no different than what they do to us. Agree or disagree? I guess they have a point. Craig. So... I mean yeah it's true That's why when people are like why are they abducting us I'm like same shit that we do To all these animals that we're trying to figure them out And test them and study them I think it's just The exact same thing
0: We're animals
1: We are animals The higher intelligence is just like Boop let me pick you up See what's going on Impregnate you try and make alien Human hybrid Yeah Whatever. Movies. We do that. Yeah,
0: we haven't tried to make uh, human-animal hybrids, okay?
1: That you know of. True. But yeah, I thought that was pretty creepy. I mean, I very much believe that dreams are uh, can sometimes be experiences, and they're not always just dreams. So, I mean, that was a nice little lesson. I'm sure it was scary as hell.
0: Yeah, I can imagine.
1: Yeah. Luckily, we have not. What?
0: Uh, it... I was going to say, I can't imagine just, like, having constant communication with, like, aliens. I don't know. I feel like it would freak me out. But like you said, he's jaded. It's something that he's experienced his entire life, basically. Yeah. So.
1: I don't know. I luckily haven't had... Have I? Actually, I did. I did have a recent alien, but it was weird. Uh, We were actually trying to record a podcast. It was me and you. And someone's like, oh, you should go to like such and such research center. They have a whole bunch of aliens in there. And we're like, okay. But they're like hidden away. We weren't supposed to be able to see them. And we got there and there's just like, yeah, essentially like prisoner aliens just held captive and they're like, help us. And I was like, oh, so sorry. I don't no, even know. No what thank I'm doing you. Here. Yeah.
0: <laughs> like, oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> no thank you.
1: Yeah, you stay there. Um but yeah, haven't haven't had anything crazy. Dude,
0: you literally. started you started talking, you started saying it, and I was like, Oh, somebody listened to the podcast and like told you to go check this place out. I was like, what the hell?
1: Oh, no, no, no. It was but it was weird that like it was it in my dream, it was like I don't know. I guess we had met somebody and we were trying to record a podcast. So we were going to this site, like recording like a live podcast kind of, you know, Mm -hmm. as we were out and about. And I guess we were going to interview somebody. But yeah, when we're at this, it's like an Area 51 kind of situation. There was just like aliens all locked up and it was weird, but... It
0: was the men in black, dude. They were capturing all the aliens.
1: Probably. If you are a Men in Black and you wanna be on this show, go ahead and reach out to us. Just kidding.
0: Yeah, they would probably Please don't, do they're little, scary. they would probably do the whole Phew. Yeah. yeah, probably. All right, guys. Well, those are our stories of high strangeness for this month. Like I said, we'll probably have another one at the end of the month.
1: Next week's or sorry. Yeah. Next week and the following week's episodes. They're gonna be a two parter. And this was a very, very fun interview for all of us. But I guess for me, because it was, well, you'll see. (laughs) Right?
0: Uh, It was fun for me too, especially the end.
1: Yeah, all that's going to get cut because nobody needs to hear us talking about (laughs) podcasting.
0: Well, the whole thing. Well, I was just really excited to meet this person because of who they've worked with. Uh, (laughs) Definitely listen to that episode so you can check him out later. Um, yeah. as far as the stories that we just listened to today, um, yeah, the doppelganger stories are, were crazy. Um, I've always wondered like if there's, if we have doppelgangers out there somewhere yeah, or I'm like, sure we do. you know,
1: cause supposedly uh, it's also like a scientifically proven thing that we all have doppelgangers in the sense that somebody who just looks a lot like us, Mm-hmm. But then I feel like there's a paranormal doppelgangers where it's like, you're not supposed to have seen this doppelganger or they're pretending to be you, but there's some sort of like evil spirit, kind of like how the dad had this weird face or Mm -hmm. wasn't actually him. So if you have doppelganger stories and you want to share them, either writing them in or be on the podcast, it would be super awesome to hear.
0: Yeah. Love to hear that. Um, What was the first one we talked about? oh yeah and again it seems to be a theme people moving into their apartments or their houses for the first time and having paranormal experiences like i just definitely feel like i would definitely want to be in want to say just like that's a no-go for me there chief (laughs) yeah but again if you're in that situation i'm pretty sure it's not like you can i mean unless you're like Uber rich, just be like, eh, you know what? I don't want this house. Never out mind. <laughs> yeah. But if you do want to share your stories, like Craig did, you can go on our website and uh, definitely check out the contact area and and send us in your stories. Or if you want to be interviewed, you can tell us there. Hey, you know what? Uh, I got this story, and I'm really excited to share it with you guys because you all are amazing, and we love your podcast. <laughs> oh
1: my
0: god! Um, exactly you, like that, guys. Yeah, exactly. That's like how that. you have to say it. Gas us up, like. Or we,
1: we won't even look at it yeah we don't want to hear it uh
0: and if you do love the podcast and you do actually believe those things uh you could also go to apple podcast and leave a review give us five stars that helps us uh appear more to people uh also go do that on spotify because that also helps us show up uh it's awesome being able to just go into these different places and start typing in your name and it like automatically pops up um yeah, and on our social medias, guys, you can go to webelievedyou.com dot com to uh, try and get in contact with us, send us your stories. Uh, you can also find all of our social medias and all the links to where we, where our podcast is is uh, produced, played, and what else can we find on there? Merch. If you guys want to buy some merch, t shirts, mugs, caps, um stickers it's -hmm. all on there uh go on all our social medias like comment share uh help us get out to more people we'd really appreciate it because we believe
1: do you